This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit and like us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. On the phone with me now, we're joined by author Meg Meeker. She is the author of the book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, 10 Secrets Every Father Should Know. It's our pleasure to welcome Meg Meeker to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thanks for having me. Now, tell us about why you decided to write this book. Sure. Really, a a couple of reasons. And the first is that, you know, I've always loved taking care of girls and teenagers because um, they have a lot to say. And I've listened to just and heard just about everything anybody can hear about what can go right and go wrong in a girl's life. And what I found over the years is the girls who had dads who were really engaged and, you know, involved, not super dads or perfect dads, but good enough dads, those are the girls that did very well in life. Either it, you know, having a good relationship with their dad kept them out of trouble or it helped them out of trouble if they had gotten into it. And that was one of the main reasons I wanted to do it. Secondly, I have felt that men um, over the years have been really kind of beat up and marginalized by, um, you know, it, it through, you know, different family situations, a lot of divorced dads are kind of are not able to see their daughters very much and feel like they're a very marginal influence in their daughters' lives. If you look at a, your typical family hour sitcom, the dad on the show is portrayed as really somebody that you really wouldn't have, want to have parent you. He's kind of a dunce, if you will. And I felt that men needed to know how really significant they are in their daughters' lives and needed to step it up a few notches. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is pediatrician Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of her new book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Now, in your opinion, what are some of the biggest barriers that keep fathers and daughters from connecting? I think that one of the biggest barriers really comes from dads, not daughters. And I say that because... Daughters are going through a developmental, all different developmental stages where one minute they will adore you and love you and then the next minute they want you, um, you know, out of their sight. But that's kind of a developmental thing. Um, but they always yearn to be connected to their dads. Deep, deep, deep down, no matter whether she's 18 or 8 or 28, a daughter always wants to be deeply connected to her dad. I think the problem arises when dads because they're male and she's female, um, fail to realize that. And they listen to the cues that their daughters give out, which is, okay, if she doesn't want me around, I won't be around. You know, that's, that's pretty logical thinking, but they can't take their daughters as personally as that. And, and, and I think that dads um, second-guess their influence on their daughters. I think they feel intimidated, particularly when they're teenagers, because... They don't understand their daughters, and I think the the uh, biggest obstacle to having a good relationship is that their dads are really just kind of afraid, and they're very insecure about how to do it. And, um, you know, my message is you don't need to be afraid, and you don't need to be insecure, because she needs you a lot more than you think she does. All right, and again this morning, we're speaking to Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of the book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, obviously about the bond between fathers and daughters. Now, what are some of the biggest mistakes that men make as dads when it comes to um, their daughters? And what are some of the ramifications when that happens? Sure. 
I, I think that one of the biggest mistakes men make, um, aside from not understanding how really very significant they are in their daughters' lives, is that they become very passive in parenting daughters because, you know, again, they're not sure. Uh, they get mixed messages from wives, from um, uh, you know, step stepmothers, grandparents from their friends about what to do and when. And by and large, I think that uh, one of the things dads do, particularly when girls are teenagers, is they back out of the picture way too much and they just feel kind of just too passive. And I think that dads really need to, to step up and engage daughters and um, really know that they can do a good job and kind of help them out and cover the, the basics during those teen years. And you said this more than twice this morning. You say that dads don't really realize how significant they are in their daughter's lives. And you find that to be true in most cases? I do. I really do. I think my own husband, who um, is a great dad, and we have three grown daughters, you know, in their, in their early 20s now, I still don't think he understands what a huge impact he's had in our daughter's lives. And I think be, because men don't really think about it, and they, they don't understand the female psyche, if, if you will, because men and women think very, very differently. And um, they make a much bigger impact on girls than they realize, and I think that they need to really to know that. And that's why it's kind of fun for a woman to write a book about how significant men are, because really I wrote as a daughter in the book, as well as one who observes a lot of daughters. And from the outside, I can see that daughters are receiving a lot from their dads that the dads really don't have any clue of. And, uh, and, and, they, and they, can, they need to know that. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of the book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, Ten Secrets Every Father Should Know. Now, on page 23 of the book, you provide some really unbelievable stats on the impact of a strong father-daughter relationship. Um, Let's go over some of those stats because I found them to be fascinating. Yeah. You know, interestingly, daughters who have a good relationship with their dads are more self-assured. They actually test higher on IQ tests than daughters who don't have a good relationship with their dad. They have a higher grade point on average than girls who don't have a good dad, Uh, much more likely to go on to college and professional schools, much less likely to be involved in the bad stuff during the teen years, um, drugs, alcohol, sexual activity. And having a good relationship with their dad enormously boosts their self-confidence and their self-esteem. And um, that's why I think that dads might be surprised at because they think, well, isn't it all about the mother just encouraging her and telling her and teaching her who she is? But it really is, in fact, um, taken from the dad. Uh, girls have a lot more self-confidence who, who ha- are closer to their dads. Now, Dr. Meeker, as a pediatrician, you have the opportunity to speak to so many girls. Um, what are young girls saying? What do they need? What is it that they need or want from their dads? I think what they need and they want from their dads, and they will tell me this, and it, it's not just the kids who are doing well in school or, or poorly in school. It's across the board. G- girls will say this. They want their dad to be present. They, they want him in their house. They want to, to hear from him, to see him. But they really want their dads to act interested in them. 
Now, you know, and any dad can act interested. You don't even need to be interested. But just to, to let a daughter know that you're interested in what's going on in her life, you're interested in how she feels about things, what she thinks about things. And another important thing is that girls want to know that their dads like to be with them. And it, it, and it sounds too simple, but I will tell you, a lot of girls feel like their dads just don't want to be with them because maybe they don't have similar interests. Maybe they don't want to go out and throw baseballs and play basketball in the driveway. A lot of girls do, but a lot of girls don't. And they believe that their dad just kind of is disinterested in them and is, doesn't like them because they don't share in the same kind of activities that a son would with a dad. So it's very important that dads let their daughters know that they really like them and they really want to be with them and that they're interested in, in what's going on. And that leads to my next question. So many men, we hear the term bonding and bonding with the child. Some fathers don't know actually how to do that. Give us some clear examples of ways that fathers can bond with their daughters in terms of activities and things that they can do with their daughter. Sure. Men bond with other men, if you will, or, or their sons, predominantly through recreation and doing activities. Men do sports together. They go to sports games together. They go to car races or so on and so forth. And it's important with a daughter to find something that you can do together, and maybe it's something that you don't naturally like, but do it anyway. And I'm not saying take her to the mall shopping, though if that's really what she wants to do, go with her to the mall. You know, it's boring, it's hard, but go with her and be with her. And also to just involve her in your day-to-day activities. If you're going to go outside and work on the car, if you have to, to run some errands, ask her to come with you. Because bonding with your daughter isn't about finding the special words to say or creating yourself into a person that you're not. It's really about spending time with her and, and in the day-to-day living, and it's in those moments that great conversations happen. It's on car rides. It's on trips that you take. Um, I also encourage dads to take their daughter out to dinner just alone. Sometimes dads say, I can't do that. I, you know, what do I say? I said, don't worry about it. Just, you know, you may not say a whole lot, and that's okay. But just to spend that time together because um, that's really where the bonding occurs. And those kinds of things over and over are very important. So don't get hung up on, on the specifics and the words. Just start in on, on um, you know, spending time together in, in the normal day-to-day things and acting interested in one another. And the bonding will, will, will just naturally take shape. Now, let me ask you this now. To be a strong father, what essential virtues should a man have or learn to develop? Right at the top is a man must live a life of integrity before his daughter. Um, daughters know the minute a dad walks in the home, what kind of mood he's in, whether he likes her, whether he's happy, um, whether he's telling the truth, and whether he isn't. So if a, da- if a dad is trying to be something that he's not, or he's living a life other than the one he's presenting to his daughter, she'll know it right, out the sh- right, out- right off the bat. So it's very important to be honest, to be hardworking, to be respectful, and these I'm putting all under the umbrella of living a life of integrity and being very honest about that and showing her um, how well life can go if you live truthfully and 
and honestly and you work hard because those are the kinds of things that she's going to look up to and she'll character qualities that she's going to um, transfer onto herself and adopt those as she gets older too. So I think that, that really integrity, living a life of integrity before his daughter is right at the top of the virtues that dad needs. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is pediatrician Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of the book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, Ten Secrets Every Father Should Know. Now, in the book, you explain that daughters take cues from their dads when it comes to self-respect, drugs, and sex. Explain that and how so. Sure. We know, and it's very well documented, that girls who are involved in sexual activity, particularly with a lot of guys, and they start too soon, are really looking for male affection, male attention, uh, male love, validation by men. And they're, they're, they're finding it through boys at school, as brief as it may be, because they're not finding it at home. And the best thing that a dad can do to keep his girl, to keep, help keep his daughter away from sexual activity with too many partners too soon is to show her a lot of affection and to um, talk to her very positively about her strengths. And um, that's very important. We do know that girls who are likely to get involved with alcohol and drugs are girls who feel bad about themselves. They feel hopeless about life. Um, They may feel um, not too bad about life, but they're very impulsive, and they've never learned to control their impulses. They may feel that they need approval from their peers. And these are all things that dad can teach them and give them right in the heart that will keep them from getting involved in in drugs and alcohol, um, you know, as she gets older. Extremely important to do. Now, what if you're one of those dads that simply have a hard time striking up a conversation with your daughter? Um, What would you suggest there, and what are some strategies to help open up the walls of communication? Oh, it's a great question because that's a, that's a very common problem. You know, dads just don't know where to start. They say, you know, every time I start to talk to my daughter, she shuts me up, she walks up to her room, and, and you know, and so on and so forth. What the, one of the safest ways to begin a conversation with your daughter is not ask about her. Ask her very general questions about her friends. And don't do it in a way where you're trying to put her friends down or you're, you're going to try to make a judgment about her friends. Do it with an, an honest, own, open heart because you just really kind of want to know, you know, how things are. If conversations don't go well at all and they're real serious problems between a dad and a daughter, sometimes the best thing to do is not try to talk much but just to be together. She needs to go somewhere, offer to drive her. If she needs to, um, you know, be taken to school, she needs a lunch pack, whatever, offer to do it. So start getting involved on a physical level and so that you're, you're used to being with her before you move into a conversation. And I really find that those are the things that break down the, the sort of wall between dad and daughter's talking. And then when, when things do begin to flow, ask very um, sincere, honest, open-ended questions and don't respond to them. That's what's really, really hard for dads. You know, how is school going for you? And then the daughter will start to say, and then immediately dad will turn around and say, yes, but honey, what you really need to do is, and it turns into a lecture. 
you can get your point across, but just don't do it at that time. Do it later on after you've established good communication. You know, don't turn every conversation into a lecture time. Ask questions, bite your tongue, listen to the answers, and thank her for talking to you. And again, this morning, we're speaking to Dr. Meg Meeker. Now, let me ask you this now. Sex can be a very difficult topic to talk about for parents in general, but even more so when you have dad wanting to talk to a daughter or vice versa. Um, What advice would you give there? And and is that something that men should just leave to the wife to take care of? Well, I don't know that it's necessary to leave it to the wife. I think that dads are afraid to talk to their girls about sex because they don't want to get into the details and the nitty-gritty, and that's perfectly fine. They don't need to. What a dad needs to do is to communicate his expectations and his hopes for his daughter regarding sex. You know, simple statements like, Honey, I know that boys are going to want to be all over you because you're beautiful. And and I understand it because I was a guy once and I know how guys think. But let me tell you something. Sex isn't for you right now, and my job is to help you not go down that path. You know, now almost any dad can say something like that, but to communicate to her that when she's 14, 15, 16, she's too good for sexual activity, um, and, but that a lot of guys are going to want it, and she doesn't need to go there, and you believe, this is extremely important, that you believe as her dad she cannot be sexually active, and that is extraordinarily protective for daughters and keeps them away because once they once a daughter knows how her dad feels about her and what he believes about her that's what she's going to do when it comes push comes to shove she's going to listen to her dad's feelings and voice in her head over some guy in the back seat of a car and again this morning we're speaking to Dr. Meg Meeker the title of her new book is Strong Fathers Strong Daughters 10 Secrets Every Father Should Know Now, we talked about talking to a child about sex. What can you do as a parent to make your kids feel comfortable talking to you about anything? About anything. I think the most important thing is to to learn to feel comfortable yourself talking about, you know, certain things. A lot of adults have issues um, that they just don't want to broach with anyone, let alone their kids. Um, And so I think it's important that you kind of, figure out how you feel about certain things and what are safe things to talk about and what are some things that you'd you'd rather not talk about. Whether we say things or whether we don't, the, the bottom line is our kids know what we think and what we feel because they're reading us and they're getting messages from us all the time in our body language, you know, our facial expressions, our tone of voice, whatever it is. So I think we need to be much less afraid verbalizing to our kids our opinions and feelings about things because they, they probably already know them anyway. And just keep the language simple, ask their opinion, listen to their opinion when they give it to you, and then offer your opinion back if they're open to hearing it at that time. Okay, and Dr. Meeker, you titled Chapter 8 of the book, you titled it Teach Her Who God Is. Explain to us why that's so important. First of all, I think that teaching about God, if a dad has a a faith, is very, very important coming from dad because Christ was um, male, and there are a lot of male qualities about God. So if a dad 
has a good relationship with his daughter and she likes her dad, she's more likely to like God, if you will. Again, it's that, you know, all of her approach towards male figures are filtered through, through God. I talk about Judeo-Christianity and when I refer to God in the, in the book because over 75% of the kids in the country, teenagers in the country, identify themselves as either a Protestant or Catholic or Jewish. And they believe that God in that context exists, that the God of the Bible exists. We also know that kids are spiritual seekers and they need answers. And parents are very afraid to talk to their kids about their faith, but they shouldn't be. We also know that kids who go to church on a fairly regular basis or synagogue or, or um, have an understanding of who God is and the character of God, they do better in school. They are less likely to use drugs and alcohol and become sexually active, more likely to feel better about themselves and have a higher self-esteem. All the data shows that God is good for kids. All right. And again, this morning, we're speaking to Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of the book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, 10 Secrets Every Father Should Know. Now, when it comes to parenting teens, I hear people say you need to choose your battles. As a parent, how do you know when to let something go and quote unquote slide and not overreact about everything your child does? Oh, it's a it's a great question. I because because it is true. You know, you can't. Teenagers have temper tantrums just like two and three year olds do. And you know, we need to to understand that they're not going to like. Everything. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Teenagers have temper tantrums just like two yes, and three year olds do. do. <laughs> and any parent of a teen knows that. You know that. You know when your kid is having a temper tantrum. The problem is. We listen to them and believe what they're saying, which we would never do with a two- or three-year-old. We need to understand that this is just something that they have to kind of work through in life because they can't have life the way they want it, which is basically what a two-year-old's finding out. Um, but but it's, it's very important that parents um, understand that a 16, 17, 18, even 19-year-old girl hasn't fully developed um, intellectually, psychologically, and, and cognitively. She doesn't have the brain development yet. And, you know, and neuroscience shows us that. So that parents, dads in particular, need to set boundaries for a daughter. They need to have rules. They, say, they need to say, this is as far as you go, and this is, this is what you, you can do, this is what you can't do. I, I dare say that most parents err on the side of being... Um, less protective than overly protective. But in answer to your question, how do you, how do you know when you're going overboard and you're trying to over-control a, a, a teenager, I would sit down and, and take inventory and say, what are the biggest things that you want for your daughter? You know, what are the life-threatening things? For instance, in our home, cars and, um, and uh, driving and curfews were non-negotiable. They just were because I was not going to let, and my husband was not going to let our kids act out in a car because they could kill themselves. They had to be in at a certain time of night because we needed to know where they were after midnight. Um, as far as some kinds of dress and, you know, some kinds of piercings and hair color and hair length and this kind of a thing, you know, it, it can look pretty ugly and kind of crazy, but... By and large, we, we kind of let some of those things go. And, I, and it's interesting, if kids know that you're battling for the big stuff 
and you're letting some of the smaller stuff go, they tend to act out less with the smaller stuff. If a kid knows, for instance, that, that you don't mind if he has 18 piercings in his ear, well, they're probably not going to do it. So, you know, again, it, it's kind of going, taking inventory in your, in your mind on what are the biggies that you want your daughter to learn and to know before she leaves your home and, and then also, the, you know, the safety issues. So it's very important to let a lot of the small stuff go and to just make sure you win the big stuff. And battles shouldn't be fought. They're just, you know, the rules should be set and the kids should know. Um, the fighting comes when parents renege on the consequences and kids learn that they are not going to be held to the consequences, so they, they start to duke it out with their parents. But um, there absolutely have to be, you know, a handful of non-negotiables in the family. All right. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of her new book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, 10 Secrets Every Father Should Know. Now, what if you're one of those fathers and you know that if you take an honest look at yourself, you know that you haven't been the best dad in the world. Maybe you made some major mistakes in your relationship with your daughter. And now is a turning point. You want to turn that around and you want to become the father that your child needs what advice would you give to that dad well first of all it's never ever too late for a daughter because the the bond between a dad and a daughter stays with a daughter until she dies and i don't care if she's you know 30 or 50 or 80 it's very important that a daughter always wants reconciliation with her dad and she always wants um, some kind of healing and if she has a good relationship she wants even more of dad. I think the most important thing to do is to be man enough and strong enough to look at yourself, to be honest with what you did do and what you didn't do, and then at some point, um, you know, with a lot of thought and, um, you know, a lot of personal inventory taken, to, to begin to approach your daughter and say what you did and why you're sorry and mean it. And that what you would like to do is you would like to recruit her help in moving forward and in teaching you how to be a better dad to her. Obviously, you have to have an older daughter to do, to do this. You're not going to do that with an 8-year-old. But, you know, with a 16, 17, 25-year-old daughter, you most certainly can because every daughter wants a better relationship with her dad. Any dad can do it. Any dad to, to be a great dad, you don't have to be a perfect dad. You just have to get the big stuff right. You know, you just need to get the big stuff right. And if you've made the big mistakes, ask for forgiveness for the big mistakes. Work hard to, to change yourself so that you don't do them again. And then give your daughter some time to work things through. And then 99% and, and of all daughters will come around if their dads are honest and sincere and wanting uh, reconciliation and help with their relationship. Finally, this morning, what advice would you give to fathers going through a divorce when it comes to their relationship with their daughter? What advice would you give dads there? Well, that's a real hard one. And unfortunately, a lot of dads are in that situation. It's really important to stay connected to her however you can. If you're a good dad, I encourage dads to, to try to get 50-50 custody if they can. If that's not possible and you get to see her on, on weekends only, 
Try to have your weekends not be just playtime. Try to have them just to be normal life. Pretend that, you know, you lived in a, in a normal family and it was a normal weekend. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but, again, it's sort of just doing the normal stuff of life where great character change occurs. And I will say something to your mothers out there who are listening. It's extremely important. You Wives can divorce their, their, dad, their husbands. Wives can divorce their husbands. A daughter can never divorce her dad. And mothers need to give the right to their daughter to have her own relationship with her father. And if the mother is angry and she's um, talking badly about the dad, mom needs to stop it. She just needs to control it and she needs to stop it because that's a horrible thing to do to a daughter. She isn't you and she needs the, to have the right, she has the right to have a, her own relationship with her dad and any uh, ill feelings that a mother projects about the dad onto the daughter, the daughter's going to absorb and she's just going to turn against her dad. And that's 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 a tragedy for both the dad and the daughter. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me is pediatrician Dr. Meg Meeker. The title of the book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, 10 Secrets Every Father Should Know. And the book is mostly geared towards fathers. Correct. But a lot of women who are older, uh, but they're, every woman's a daughter, read the book and maybe they've had a good relationship with their dad, and they enjoy reading it. But if they've had a bad relationship with their dad, they read it, and then they've written to me and say, now I get it. Now I know what I wanted from my dad that I never got, and now I can sort of begin to put some of it to rest. Because you can't heal from something that you don't know you, you, you have. You don't, if you have a hurt and you don't know what that hurt is, you can't heal from it. So, you know, they can come and say, now I, I understand what I didn't have and, um, and I can move forward and not beat myself up because I wanted this for my dad but didn't get it. All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Thank you so much, Meg. And if our listeners, if they would like to reach out to you, they can reach out to you by going to your website, megmeeker.com. That's megmeeker.com. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Well, thank you so much. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment.